Hey, welcome back to another episode of Free Talk. I'm your host, Ian. I'm glad you could come back. I mean, I'm not sure if it really did too good on the last one, but I mean, yo, it makes sense if I didn't, because this is my first time. I mean, whenever is the pilot episode the best? Anyway, uh, first I guess I should clear up a few more things I just thought of after releasing the first episode. I forgot I didn't tell you about where I stand on gun rights. I'm pro-gun basically because even if you ban guns, who's say a criminal won't go the extra mile and break that law too to still get a gun? And because you're a law-abiding good boy, you don't have a gun, so that guy is going to shoot you and you're going to be dead. Rather than you could defend yourself and not shoot to kill, and perhaps neither of you will be dead if you incapacitate them, but you know, in a way that doesn't kill them. At least that's how I see it anyway. Also, I may have been a little too hard on Trump. I mean, I don't think he's really the best president. I mean, he really did have his flaws. He was pretty nuts, but frankly, I think a better term to say is overrated, you know? Because as bad as he is, like, a lot of the bad things about him are in his community. He's like Dream, if you know the Minecraft player. You know, like, he's not a good guy himself, but, you know, he's really bad because of his fan base, you know? It's so terrible. I guess that's how it is with Trump supporters. They're so crazy. I mean, they built a golden statue to idolize him. They're breaking the first commandment. And yet here they are saying they're Christians. I just think that the fan base being what it was, and I think on its own staging that whole January 6th insurrection is kind of what I would say uh, is really making it so Trump at the very least has a bad image and likely shouldn't run for president again because, you know, with that kind of image, he's probably not going to do too well. I mean, well, he might only if, you know, it's again against Biden, because now we actually can see how terrible Biden is. But like if they put someone else up against him, likely that person would win, even if they're not much better, because really, Trump has basically soiled his entire political image. Like you may not think it, but really, I think he's done, you know, that one term he had. That's likely all he's ever going to get, unless he goes up against Biden. But, you know, I'm not sure that might happen. I There's a good chance they might pick someone else, like Ron DeSantis. You know, I hear he's another good another good contestant for the Republican Party. You know, so they might pick him. And so, yeah, I don't hate Trump. I just think, you know, he's really not good for the party and should just leave, you know. And yes, I, I do still disagree with plenty of his things. I definitely think he's made quite a few blunders, but really... I just think he just shouldn't be in the party, you know, like, this party doesn't have room for a Trumpist faction, I guess. Alright, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about Greta Thunberg's reaction to COP26 and their recent summit, Representative Boebert's Islamophobic comments on Ilhan Omar, who's really going to get her own talking about on this show and President Zelensky of the Ukraine saying that there may very well be a coup d'etat to be staged against him at the beginning of December this year. With that all said, I'm Ayan, and this is Free Talk. Now, uh, I should probably uh, bring to light the one that has to do with my party the most. Now, you all know Ilhan Omar, right? the communist Muslim from Minnesota? Well, Representative Lauren Boebert of the Republican Party, she represents Colorado. Well, apparently, Boebert 
said some very Islamophobic things to Ilhan Omar while they were in an elevator. Like, she said, uh, I mean, I can't say it on the show, but it involves stuff like terrorism and the usual Islamophobia, because why else would someone hate a Muslim? Unless they were Jewish, of course. <laughs> yeah, that Israel-Palestine conflict, it so is gonna divide people, isn't it? Well, anyway, uh, apparently, uh, that's, uh, that really pissed Ilhan off, because, you know, th that's her religion. You're, you're dissing a really big religion, by the way. That's a lot of people who follow Islam. Uh, but anyway, now before I go any further, I should probably mention that, of course, I am not against Muslims. I mean... Freedom of religion, I believe in, thus you're free to be a Muslim, and I don't believe all Muslims are terrorists, because why would I think that? Like, where in the Quran does it say, thou shalt be a terrorist or whatever, right? Like, Allah did not tell Muhammad to say, hey, go tell everyone to blow up buildings and all that. Like, that's just dumb. Anyone who commits terrorism in the name of Islam is, is not doing it because Muhammad or Allah told them to, most likely, like... Because I don't know why. More likely they're just doing it for other crazy reasons. And really, as messed up as Ilhan is, because let me tell you, she... She's a pretty far left. She's really far left. Uh, as crazy as she is, believing in her whole abolish capitalism and, you know, hate the whites and all that, you know? I mean, I still don't think calling out her entire religion is really necessary, if anything. But, uh, anyways, uh, Bobert then, uh, called Omar to apologize to her, and, uh, it got pretty heated, uh, uh, she called, she said, uh, you know, I'm sorry for offending your religion and all that, and then Omar then pushes and says, make this a public apology, you really gotta apologize in public, cause, I mean, I guess that would be fair, cause, you know, like, uh, that's good for the party, anyway, apologizing for that to show we're not all Islamophobics, you know? In fact, I'm surprised there aren't more Republican Muslims, you know? I mean, maybe just because the Republicans got all mad because of the 9-11 thing and they just won't let it go. You can't scapegoat the religion just because of something that one terrorist group did in the name of that religion. At that point, we should be hating the KKK for burning down houses and killing black people and all that. You know, because they were white. Like, yeah, at that point, you might as well agree with CRT. We shouldn't have any reason to hate Muslims, alright? I, as a Republican, am in support of Muslims. I mean, not Muslims like Ilhan Omar, because they preach communism, but still. This is not okay, what Lauren's doing. So, you know, it's understandable, you know, why Omar says, make this a public apology. But, you know, she says no. She says then you have to apologize for all the anti-American things you said and all that. I mean, I guess that's, you know, I can understand where she's coming from, because, like, yo, Omar, you haven't said many good things yourself. I mean, really, there's a reason that you're getting so much hate, not just because of the communism, but, hey, you can't be in America, say you hate America, expect a lot of us Republicans to love you. Like, I get America's not perfect, but... One would think that you, being an immigrant from the Middle East, would, you know, at least convince you to look on the bright side of things, because, you know, we have our problems, but, you know, we have pros to these cons as well. I mean, you're getting a lot here in America. Like, you're a 
freaking representative for the federal house. You know, I you'd think that you'd have a pretty good life here. You could at least realize the things America can do for an Islamic woman. Yeah. Like, let's see a woman have that kind of power back in the Middle East under Shamarla, huh? Like, you think they like women as much back there? <laughs> I can't think of a more misogynistic culture than the kinds that the Taliban use, you know? And stuff like that preached in uh, other Islamic nations, even if the Taliban doesn't own those. Uh, really? I think you're... you got a pretty good upgrade coming to America. I mean, again, I understand why you hate America. It's not perfect. I mean, you don't hate America, but you do seem to be pretty against uh, a lot of the good things of America. Or, not good things, just the things it stands for, you know? Like, come on, Omar. Come on, you have to level with us. You have to know why, you know, we're patriots. We we like America, you know? Just because there are many other better places to go in this cruel and wicked world. I mean, we wish a lot of places in the world were a better place, at least, at least I do. But that's just not how it is. This is the best we can do. I mean, we can't do much better than this. Some countries do, but not many. So, you know, that's why I'm grateful for America being what it is. You know, and I would just think you should at least be a little more happy with this place, you know? You have a right to call out the bad things in America, but wouldn't it kill you for once to just say, hey, America has its flaws, but it's very great. Because it, cause it is, you know? But uh, yeah, back to the story anyway, I rambled on. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, you know, uh, Omar hears this request and she's like, uh, why the heck would I do that? I mean, yeah, this isn't about her, but, you know, I understand, of course, again, but, you know, yeah, it's not really about her, so, you know, all all that this should just be is just, you know, Bobert issuing an apology, and that's it. You know, just apologize, and we can move on with our lives, alright? I mean, sure, maybe Omar will demand some other thing, but... Trust me, I'll tell y'all if that is unreasonable. And a public apology, that's not really that unreasonable, you know? You're just, you're publicly saying, I'm sorry. And that's it. You're just saying, I'm sorry. That, that, that's, that, that, that's it. Alright, so, uh, you know, I'll get into that more as it, you know, progresses, you know, maybe in another podcast. But for now, let's move on to Greta Thunberg. Now, Greta Thunberg. Uh... I'm not a total lover of her, but, uh, you know, I don't hate her. I mean, because climate change, you know, that's the one thing me and the Republicans disagree on, but I only say climate change is real because science. Why am I going to argue with science, guys? Uh, it's the truth. We all know it's the truth. It's based on facts. And facts don't care about your religious feelings. Take that, Ben Shapiro. But yeah, I mean, Greta Thunberg. You know, it's, it's not that I think she's a horrible person. I mean, climate change is a legitimate cause. I'm, and I'm glad that already she's gone so far to speak out against it. But I guess I just don't like the way she presents herself. Maybe it's because she's also autistic. So, you you know, you're kind of representing the community, Thunberg, because you're one of the most well-known autistics out there, you know? I mean, how many people are listening to my podcast, like... At the time you're recording it. Like, I only have like 116 or so subscribers right now on YouTube. I mean, I'm nothing compared to you. You are, you are much more of the image of autism than I am. But, 
so I guess I just hate it that uh she just, you know, goes out and, you know, is so memeable, you know? She's like, she just, you know, she sounds not the best. I mean, and again, she has autism, so I can understand why maybe she's not the best speaker. But then again, I'm autistic, and I, I can speak pretty good, you know? Like, right now, I could give a big rant on climate change. It would definitely sound better than anything she put out. I mean, I won't, though. Actually, you know what? I will. All right, listen to this. <sighs> All right, climate change. So, Republicans, you think it's not real. You think that climate change is just a big hoax by Obama and the Democrats. Well, I'm here to tell you that science backs up, too. Science. You know, facts, logic. Isn't that what you should be fighting for? Because that's actually real? I mean, we could debate whether uh, God exists or not, but, you know, if science proves something, it's real. And if it's a problem, like climate change, it should be addressed, alright? It's not just something you can just say doesn't exist, it will never affect us, alright? It doesn't matter if you're high or dry or living on the streets. Climate change will affect you because it'll ruin the whole world. No matter where you are, no matter where you live in seclusion, this earth is going to heat up and we're all going to soon be living in an oven. And that, I do believe, is not something anyone, Republican or Democrat, will want. It should really not be a partisan thing at all. Why are we politicizing science? There's a fact of science, you know? It's not as debatable as, like, what economic system is right, or, you know, stuff like that. The truth is, climate change is real. And because of that, it means we cannot just say, you know, it's a Democrat thing, or a Republican thing. No, it is a people thing, for the people of this Earth. No matter where you are, no matter where you live, no matter what you believe in, you'll be affected by climate change, because everywhere in the world will heat up the more we pump all those greenhouse gases up into the sky. Yeah, and I know. Maybe some of you big oil companies need the money, but you could always just switch over to things like electricity or other clean sources of energy, you know? Because if we start depending on those, you'll you'll have a lot of customers, maybe just as much, and maybe you'll make just as much money. I mean, maybe there'll be a bit of a drop, but, you know, I think it'd be worth it just for our Earth not to die out so quickly. Alright, because we don't live in the US, or Norway, or Sweden, or anywhere, any country... No matter where we live in nations and cities, we still live on the Earth. Meaning, if something concerns the Earth, no matter where you live, no matter who you're against, no matter who you want to kill, we'll all be dead quicker with the Earth heating up and just killing all life. All life will soon die when it gets too hot for plants to grow without wilting, with us just, you know, not being able to keep a good body temperature. There's real science to this, alright? Like, I've done projects in school that have proven this, and yet here you are denying it. It's all around you. You see all around you that greenhouse gases go up into the sky. Minnesotans, you know that things have gotten a little warmer for us, right? Remember the drought? Yeah, the heat had something to do with it, you know? When it gets hot, water evaporates. That's basic science. Republicans, listen up. This is important. You don't want to miss basic elementary school science. It baffles me how some people think that it's not true. It is true. It's totally true. And I think there is just really no reason why you should deny it. That 
At least no reason that isn't totally stupid. How is that? Probably not the best, but probably better than Thumberg, right? Yeah, I mean, if she said things like that, I think more people would jump on the whole climate change, stop this bandwagon. But I mean, you know, no, she goes for the blah, 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 or the, oh crap, I can't believe you thought this. And really, when you listen to that stuff, all you can think of just, ha ha ha, funny autistic girl tries to make speech. And now, now I know that's wrong, and I try to actually listen to Thumberg when she says her things, and it's helped, you know, it's reassured me of the science of climate change. But, you know, just because you're autistic doesn't mean you can try to be a little more sophisticated with your whole speaking thing. I mean, you can at least use some, you know, more elegant words, like, you know, because you autistic or not, if you could speak, you could speak elegant words, because that part's more of an intellectual thing, learning a good vocabulary in school. It's not so much a social thing, really. But then again, autism is a spectrum, and she is crossing a language barrier, so still, I can understand, but, you know, at least try. Uh, by the way, uh, I forgot to tell you the news story, uh, uh, COP26, they recently had their summit, and, you know, they did some pretty good things in terms of progress for climate change, uh, even though some big countries like Russia and China weren't too on board with it, but, uh, yeah. Greta, though, says we haven't made enough progress. She thinks it was a failure. Greta, it's not a failure. They did something, alright? Look, be glad they did something at all. I mean, you know that there are people in there like Russia and China trying to make sure that stuff, like, didn't pass, that they could still keep burning up all those fossil fuels. Just, you know... This was partially a victory. Maybe not the victory you wanted, but hey, there's still reason to celebrate, Greta, right? Come on. Chin up, chin up. Alright, so on to the last one. Now, this one is an international matter. This is about the Ukraine and its President Zelensky. Zelensky says that come December, there's going to be a coup to overthrow him, and the Russians are going to help. Now, at first, that might just seem like, you know... He's just being paranoid or whatever, but to tell you the truth, the Ukraine and Russia actually have been having a little bit of not friendly relations, you know, a bit of aggression, actually. Like, people actually are thinking that one day Putin's gonna launch an invasion on the Ukraine. Uh, so this actually does kind of make sense, but, you know, let's not be too scared, you know, I mean... The last thing you want to do, in really any emergency, is panic. Like, I mean, after all, there actually is a way that even if Zelensky does get cooed or whatever, like, at least for the invasion of Ukraine, there's a way to avoid it. You know, there's been talk that the Ukraine may very well be allowed to join NATO soon, you know? Like, you know, some people think that maybe they could let him in. And if that happens, it means that the U.S. and a bunch of other big powers will have to step in. And that would mean nuclear war, so Russia would obviously have to back off, so Ukraine would be safe. Zelensky, however, maybe not. He might not actually be as lucky, but I will say that even if he may have a reason to panic, perhaps maybe it's not as big a reason for the people of Ukraine to panic, you know, the people that don't want to be taken over by Russia, at least. So, yeah, I mean, that's that, you know. Zelensky might get cooed, but, you know, we'll just see. And, again, maybe Ukraine may be safe from Russian invasion. 
We'll find all that soon enough. So yeah, uh, that's what I've got for this episode. But before I go, I have something to say. There's been a lot of talk about the midterms, and if Republicans will get that red wave to take back the House and keep control over the Senate too. Because if they do that, they can stop Joe Biden and his left-wing Democrats from passing all the laws that they are that are bankrupting this economy. And I'm for them. But not just the Republicans, but any politician who's in favor of the Tea Party. T stands for Taxed Enough Already. It's a reference to the Boston Tea Party, which we, we all know why that happened. But anyway, yeah, we've all been taxed enough already. The rich, the poor, we're all getting our taxes soaring high. All for Biden as left-wing Democrats to throw it away on things that barely benefit us anymore. We're all still suffering. Don't you think we should get a little more back than we are? And even if otherwise, well, even so, it's for stuff that, you know, with the extra money we would have with low taxes, we'd be fine with anyway. In fact, welfare is just you getting your tax money back. But this time, the government owns it, so it just means you lose your liberty. That's all that happens, alright? We, we definitely do not need as much spending as we are, and even with the high tax rates, we still are barely getting enough to not be super deep in debt, but we're still sinking there anyways, because Biden just wants to keep spending, spending, spending on every flashy thing he sees. If a person, a single citizen, does that with his money, well, of course he's going to end up homeless. Because guess what? You can't just waste your money on everything you see. That's the thing of a budget. It exists so you know what you need and what you don't need, and make sure you only spend money on what you do need, and make sure that if you spend money on something that you want, you can afford it, alright? But the Democrats, or at least the left-wing Democrats, or any leftist that's in Congress, they don't believe that. They think, we could just spend all the money in the world, it doesn't matter, and let's print money too, even though it just makes money worthless, because that's how inflation works. Stop printing money! We have enough bills, but we're not getting any more gold to balance it out, so actually, printing money does nothing, alright? Let's go back to the gold standard, where dollar bills were actually worth more, alright? It's only been getting worse because we think we could just ignore that. We could just print more paper, but paper is not worth as much as gold. So, obviously, dollars aren't worth as much, and thus, we're being pushed further into poverty for all of us. You know, we're being pushed further towards that. We're all getting poorer, and all because we don't have as much money, because money is becoming more worthless, because more money is being printed. All these things, all this inflation, all this taxing, these are the things that people hate the most about Biden, why he's already become so universally hated, alright? There are not many people left who still could support this disaster of a president, alright? So join us, join the Tea Party voters, and let's take back Congress, let's stop Biden, let's stop the leftists, and let us stop the spending. Let's give money back to the people. Let's give money back to the starving families who could feed their children before so much of it was taken away, so much money they lost, all for things that barely help them. They need something now, and they would get it with money that is not taxed the way it is if they actually made $12 an hour. That's why they complain they're not actually making $12 an hour. It's being taxed away. But it's not helping the businesses the small ones, at least, if you raise the minimum wage and put them out of business, that makes it worse. But that's the only solution they've come up with so far. So enough of this. Enough. Let us just do what is the right way. Not right-wing way, just the right way. Let's end this. Let's end this drive to poverty. Let's turn the car around. 
let the tea party commence. Anywho, now that I got that rant out of the way, yeah, vote for those who will reduce government spending and taxes. For the good of all of us, for the good of the economy, and to save it. Do that next year when the midterms come. Let's take back Congress from the greedy leftists. One more thing. At the time of this, December 3rd will come around. And that's when me and a few other autistics are going to band together and, you know, make a whole event about autism rights. We're going to help promote autism and make it something that more people love, you know. Find out more by clicking the link to the Twitter page in the description. It'll take you to a page that tells you all you need to know. Support us autistics on December 3rd, and we can make a greater strive than ever for autistic rights. Anyway, uh, that's all I need to say. So, we've reached the end of our podcast. Follow me on YouTube, other social media, and follow me on anywhere you're listening to this podcast on, or anywhere it's broadcast, because all that helps. So, yeah, do that. And I'll see you guys next time, next episode. Have a great day, night, or whatever time of day it is you're watching. See you guys next time.